Hello and welcome to Ride or Die, a podcast where we watch and recap episodes of Common Rider, starting with Common Rider Double. I'm your host, Tyler, and with me as always is Mike. Mike, how's it going? Hey, hey, I'm a busy, busy boy on this busy, busy week. Ready to watch some uh, more Common Rider and this uh, arc of episodes is going to be interesting. It is, because this arc deals with cinematography. Yes, movies in particular, yes. So, uh, I don't remember anything that happened in this arc at all. <laughs> uh, we're getting to the part of the show where I don't remember anything but the end. Uh, well, it should be interesting to see if it jogs your memory. Yeah, hopefully, just hopefully we get some more appearances of uh, the boy. You know who he is. Yes. The cat himself. Oh, yeah. Our favorite. Uh, But this episode is episode 39 of Kamen Rider Double, titled The Potential of G, Bad Cinema Paradise. The episode aired on June 20th, 2010, is written by Riku Sanjo and directed by Takayuki Shibasaki. So, uh... Could be great. We'll see how it, how it pans out. Uh huh. Do you have anything uh, anything else you wanna wanna say, Mike? Are you are you excited? I'm actually really excited for this. I want to see what they do with the with the movie concept and what they do behind the scenes with the. It's like it's a look inside a cinema back in the day. Yeah, definitely be some. Wacky costumes involved, judging by this thumbnail here. So let's, oh, let's yeah. go ahead and hop into it. Yeah, let's uh, get going. So let's strap on our belts, put on our helmets, and let's ride. Let's ride. <laughs> And that was episode 39 of Comrade Double, titled The Potential of G, Bad Cinema Paradise. What do you think, Mike? This is another great episode. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I had, had a great time watching it and chuckles and laughs and reacting to most of it. So, uh, yeah, I was like, wow, so good. Fairly comedic episode this time. Yeah, like I said, I was chuckling and laughing throughout most of it. I was like, holy shit, it's funny. Uh, and uh, we got some, some other stuff in this episode, too. Like, like uh, Psycho's back, doing her thing. Mm-hmm. Getting to see this weird uh, thing in this box full of green jello. Yes, true, that too. A lot and, of uh, things. Met a boy who refused to speak to anyone else. Yeah, a introvert. So let's hop right in. Uh, as Akiko tries to cheer Philip up since learning about his relation to the Sonazaki family and Wakana's change, a girl named Aini Jimura comes to the agency for help in investigating at the movie theater, in which people are trapped to watch a strange movie 
that I appears to star in, but she doesn't have any memory of that. That's kind of strange. After being barred by the manager, Shoto and Akiko meet a strange young man named Toru Kawai, who only communicates with a notepad, and Akiko realizes he has feelings for Ai. Just as they're about to leave the theater, Shoto sees an advertisement for a new 3D movie for the Jida Geki series he became interested in uh, during the uh, the Nightmare Dopen arc. Yes. And the two buy tickets to investigate without causing trouble. They end up watching a strange movie for almost seven and a half hours. The seven and a half hour movie that didn't have an end. Uh, it, yeah, it was unfinished. unfinished. Yeah. Um, this pisses Shoto off until he sees the culprit, a dopant. As Shoto chases a dopant and seeing that it can modify molecular structures of living things, Philip concludes that it is the gene dopant. Once uh, cornered, the gene dopant, Comrade Double assumes, Lunar Joker to easily defeat the gene dopant as he reverts to Toru Kawai, who directed the movie in assumed eyes form to lead as lead actress. So you're chasing him around, he's changing things. Changing to the manager at some point, gets found out pretty fast. But uh, the fight on the roof is like, he's like stumbling around, he's falling. He, he's a really clumsy dopant. Yep. At some point he takes a leaf and turns uh, their hand into a, a stuffed bear. Actually, it was a stuffed cow. Oh, a stuffed cow. And Shuttle's yeah, like, well, that's my hand. That's my hand. <laughs> Yeah, what happened to my hand? He just like he's just like moving around, and then like Philip is like just switch it up, and they put Luna in, and it's like it leaves come off, and it's like yep, now here's my hand, and he just reaches out and just gets Gina. Yeah, this is one of those arcs where the doping isn't really the problem here. They really Indeed. took care of that pretty fast yep. after they uh, disbanded him or whatever. Uh, he was trying to grab it, and Akiko grabbed it. And now they're going to help him film his movie. Uh, the doubles both take Toro to the authorities. Akiko offers a better solution that would work for everyone. With Makara, Ryu, Watcherman, Philip, and I, the group begins to film a new version of Kawaii's film with Akiko's changes, cutting it down in length uh, in an attempt to get Toru to open up. Meanwhile, at the Futo Hotel, Saiko learns that Kazu saved her out of love, as he reveals that Wakana is leading the museum now, and she's doing way better than, than Saiko was doing. Uh, while he offers to protect her, Saiko turns Kazu down as she manages to sneak back into her old office as a janitor, which, shame on Wakana for not noticing her sister was there, dressed as a janitor, and uh, takes Kirihiko's Nazca memory from the hidden contraption in the room before finding the LCOG to use it on herself. At the Sonozaki estate, Ryube presents Wakana with a prototype Gaia Progressor, which would evolve her into a more powerful being. However, Wakana needs the gene dopant to activate it. Back at the film site, Toru complains about Akiko's changes as Ai tries to figure out what is wrong when Wakana arrives to take Toru. And he, this has to be really weird for Ai and everyone else there who doesn't know anything about Wakana besides the radio stuff because they're like, whoa, Wakana's here. Oh, wait, she just turned into a monster. That's not good. And uh, she tries to take uh, Kawai-san, Kawai-kun, uh, with her. Mm -hmm. uh, 
After trying to talk her out of it uh, as they leave for safety, Shoto and Philip becomes Comrade Double to fight the Clay Doll Dopant before assuming Cyclone Joker's dream to counter her abilities. Uh, and they're they're beating her pretty pretty handily at this point. But then Psycho turns up, making fun of Wakana as she transforms into the Nazca Dopant before evolving into the R Nazca Dopant. As Kazu realizes she's using the Nazca Memories level three powers, something Kirihiko could never do. Uh, after Ryu returns, after getting everyone else to safety, he transforms into Kamrider Excel and then Excel Trial to hold the Arnaska Dopin so Double can get a shot at her. But she easily overpowers them. In the melee, Akiko notices that the movie's camera is in danger, but Toru holds her back, saying he would rather finish the movie himself as he wants the gene memory back. And that's when episodes end with uh, Akiko going, Oh no! Mm-hmm. As the fight yeah. happens behind her. Yes, explosions. Akiko is meddling in this man's affairs. Yep. Pretty Although much. he really should fix that movie. It's, it doesn't seem like it was very good. <laughs> yeah. I also bit, don't uh... think I don't think his, his version of I had any more lines than to the very end. I'll cut my own path. Whenever they cut to that movie, that's all she said. Yeah, so here, based upon like the very brief preview I saw last time, I thought this was a completely different concept of the episode because I thought it was going to be like, um, I think the only example I can do recently is uh, Last Action Hero. Where they go into the movie, so making the movie. Oh, I, I've never seen that actually. Uh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> no, okay, okay, no. So, so yeah, I, I assumed that they the the characters would go inside a movie instead of you know actually being like, oh, it's a like a student film or like a fan kind of film where they someone's trying to make a movie. So, because oh. it was like. That was like the the big investigation it was supposed to lead it to. It was like, wait, I was in this movie and I don't remember. And it's like I thought she like jumped into the movie screen and just became part of the movie somehow. It was just weird how I thought like that. But yeah, no, it actually turned out to be a interesting take on that. And seven hours and twenty minute movie. Jesus Christ, you got to trim a lot of fat out of that. Yeah. My, or, or at least split it up into multiple movies at that point. It's like, this is like your Lord of the Rings for crying out loud. Just cut it shorter. But uh, what'd you think? You like it? You like it pretty good? Yeah. I did a lot, pretty much so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did like it. There's some there's some notes here. Uh, first of all, rest in peace. Uh, this is the last episode uh, that we will see uh, Heat Joker and Luna Joker. Rest in peace. Aww. And uh, the other note here is that uh, it's questionable why Shotaro and the others didn't just dispose of the gene memory instead of lucky letting Akiko hold the memory. That's true. Why didn't they just break it? Uh, yeah. Well, maybe, maybe something happens in the second part that I don't know. 
All right, so let's hop into the data or data. Uh, isn't there some dope and suits to look at? Nope. Who, who talks about dopants anymore? That's so 2019. It, it... <laughs> Nowadays, we just we just skip right over them. Okay. Right, so let's uh, let's talk about the dopants here. I guess. Sure, if you want. Talk <laughs> what about is the with Gene Dobin. What's with you, dude? Am I in... with... I'm experiencing something here. What's going on, dude? What's with you, man? I'm like, this is the normal format of the show. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? What show? Uh, this show. The podcast. Ride or die. Uh, I don't even know what you're talking about. I, we're just sitting here watching the show casually. You know? <laughs> What do, you, um, what do you think of this it, weird dopant man? Uh, yeah, it's very much uh, robotic. At least it's like, I'm trying to figure out, it looks fucking familiar. I'm trying to figure out something. Uh, it looks like a character that I've seen before and I can't fucking remember the character's goddamn name. Um... so familiar I, I swear the face with the nose it looks so familiar but no it's uh it's got like a i thought if, and also when looking at it that was a motion capture shoot a motion capture suit because it's got like the dots with the the blue lines in it he's yeah. got one hand and he's got like a like a, a screwy kind of thing on his right arm yeah sort of like a a drill-looking kind of thing. Yeah, he Otherwise, kind of just... it's like a, a big gray suit with some some lines and some dots, and a white hand on the other side. Helmet's the thing that stands out the most, other than his own his drill hand. It's just there's no eyes. It's just like this weird white shape with like this long nose and a blue line going right down the middle. Definitely odd. Very much odd. Very, very odd. Um, Where would you rank it? Uh, as for design-wise, it's not that bad. I I would put it... Eh, I'll, I'll stick it... Stick it under... Uh, clay doll, just to bump the puppeteer lower. Okay. Swear to God, this is gonna fucking kill me. I know that that helmet looks, that face design looks so familiar. And I can't fucking think of the name of it. It's, it's, it's like a comic. Is it like a comedic kind of comic character, and it has like a similar face. It's gonna fucking kill me. But yeah. What about our other dopant? Our Nazca. Yeah. Remember Nazca? This one's red. Yeah. It. So, what would you do? Is it? Is it really R? It's R. Yeah. R Nazca. 
And I see it is like I, I mean the original was blue. This one's a little bit red, but it's kind of orange, orange in there too. Uh, warm, warm colors, warm colors, very warm colors. Um, I will place it at below the other one, below the other Nazca. So just put them side by side. All so, right. Now we go number 12 and Gene at number 21 now. Yep. Now we can go to the data, Tyler. The data. The data. All right, Mike. Would you rank this episode? I would give this a solid. I, five. Five out of five. five. I actually, I kind of didn't think of there's anything wrong with it. I totally liked it. Highly recommend watching. I'm gonna give it a four point five. Don't like Kawhi that much. A little weird. Who's your MVP? <laughs> you know, just this this. Nope. This episode, I was kind of leaning towards Akiko until the end, but I feel like she had some things going on in this episode, Akiko, for sure. Um, everyone else, I can't think of. I, I, I was leaning towards Akiko throughout this damn episode. I, I don't know why, but I, I got to give Akiko some credit for just okay. meddling in everyone's lives. I'll give this one to Shodoro because he saw that this movie was bad and he <laughs> sat down and he immediately tried to leave and then uh, he couldn't. And so he had to sit there for seven and a half hours. Poor boy. But uh, that's it. Next time on the show, we'll be covering episode... 40 of Kamen Rider Double titled The Potential of G I Can't Forgive You Gonna be some crazy stuff in that one I believe maybe Uh, So until then Mike where can people find you? Uh, People can find me personally at Mike Mixtape on Twitter and Instagram I retweet and tweet about movies and television as well as retweeting and posting the various podcasts that I do, especially on my own network, which is called Project Mixcast. It's at Project Mixcast on Twitter and anchor.fm slash Project Mixcast. Uh, the flagship show on there is Men Among Monsters, a Godzilla podcast that I do with David B. Uh, I just uploaded the second episode uh, right now on this day so check it out if you can we talked about godzilla 98 the first american godzilla film it was an interesting discussion talking about that uh, i have other shows on there like deep undercover where i cover each episode of the americans with my friend josh the merc who is at the merc with the movie blog which i also do a podcast over there called it takes two where i cover two se- shows that last like two seasons 
And other than that, uh, our mutual friend Sean and I do a Power Rangers podcast called Into the Grid, which you can follow at Go Into the Grid on Twitter and listen to it at anchor.fm slash Into the Grid. Nice. As for me, you can find my personal Twitter at Tyler Tyler Rims. That's T Y L E R T Y L E R I M S. And there you'll be able to find uh, the pro the Twitter for all the other shows that I'm on, like Trouble with the Tipton, which is a show that me and our mutual friend Sean do about the sweet life of Zach and Cody. Also, I have a podcast called All the Angles, where me and my friends Zero and Side we cover different video games as, as in-depth as we can. They're very long podcasts, to be honest, like maybe almost two to three hours of us just talking about the games. Uh, we just finished Danganronpa 2, uh, and due to some scheduling stuff, we're going to be adding like a new, a new segment in called a filler arc or filler content, something like that, where, we, where me and Zero will go in and watch uh, different shows like Bleach and Yu-Gi-Oh! and maybe some cooking shows if we feel like it. It's just kind of whatever. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, so you can find all those Twitters in my Twitter profile. Again, that's Tyler Tyler Rims, T-Y-L-E-R, T-Y-L-E-R-I-M-S. And uh, that's it for me. As for this podcast, Ride or Die, you can find us on Twitter at Ride or Die Podcast. Mm-hmm. That's it. And <laughs> you'll also be able to find us on anchor anchor.fm forward slash writer hyphen die. And uh, on there, you'll be able to find us on all your favorite platforms like Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Anchor Breaker, Castbox, you name it. It's there. Uh, you can also send us a message from the yes. message button that's on our anchor page, or you can send uh-huh. us an email at writer.podcast at gmail.com. And I'll read that on the air and answer your questions. And uh, we're we're back to weekly now, so uh, you will get that answered in a timely fashion. You yes, also just, can also just add us on Twitter if you want. True. And uh, all other kinds of contact methods that exist. Uh, so yeah, that's it. That's it for us. Oh, I figured it out. God Damn it, I figured it out. I figured out who I thought Gene looked like. Fucking Bone, which is the comic series. Um, oh, yeah, that makes sense. You kind of Bone has like that similar face structure, so definitely recommend reading Bone if you can. <laughs> I remember reading that as a kid, so. All so right. Well, that does it for the Bone podcast. Uh, just tune in next time. Again, episode 40 of Bone. Uh, potential of G, I can't forgive you. Uh, but until then, we'll always hope to be your writer bone. <laughs> writer bone. <laughs>